listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Your mom is so fat. How fat is she? Your mom's so big and fat that she can get busy with 22 burritos when times are rough. I seen her in the back of Taco Bell with handcuffs. The sad fact. Your mama smokes crack. She got a burning yearning and there ain't no turning back. Her knuckles drag down to the ground when she walks. Spit comes out that bitch mouth when she talks. Naked on the mountaintop, tooting on the flizzoo. Riding on a horse, drinking whiskey out of bizoo. She got the wings and teeth of an African bat. Her middle name is Mudbone. And on top of all that, your mama got a glass eye with a fish in it. Your mama got a glass eye with a fish in it. Say your mama got a glass eye with a fish in it. Your mama, your mama, your mama. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Touch Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. We are back. We're in the house with all y'all's feedback. Yes. Okay, guys. Um, so if you guys left us a voicemail or email, uh, comment on the website. If you send us some money, if you, uh, uh, I mean, voted in the polls, I mean, what way do we not come through for y'all okay five star reviews we read them as long as they nice um of course the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sports it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme that's right um and of course uh today's podcast is brought to you by listeners like you uh people that take out the time to donate to our show uh you know our organization over here uh keep us afloat you know so that uh some of y'all don't have to okay and uh we like to thank them we like to give them credit where it's due and uh props for um donating to the show because uh without them honestly uh i don't know what we would do okay um so let's read their names uh let me find the song uh where is it there we go My three daughters. I don't know why I named all that. Today's a new day. We got a one a recurring donation from B. Coleman. Thank you, B. Coleman. Thank you. Noel W. Recurring donation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Linwood C. Recurring donation. Thank you very much. That's old man's name. Cecil, also an old man's name. Recurring mm-hmm. donation. Both on the Deacon Boy. Malanike, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. You haven't called in and said it was wrong, so I'm assuming that's right. <laughs> Cedric W. Recurring donation. Both of y'all were recurring. Got a one-time donation from Langston H. Thank you very much, Langston. Thank you. Got a recurring donation from, oh no, what happened? Uh, I want to say it was Marcus. Hold on, let me get back. Uh-oh. Sorry, I accidentally deleted. Marcus, it was. Marcus E. Thank you. Thank you. Tawana J. Recurring donator. Thank you so much. Got a one-time donation from my man, Silverback Surfer, who says, Karen, I hope this is enough to get an awesome drink on me. It's the least I could do for the positive and lasting effect that your voice has had on me. From career advice to learning how to listen and appreciate black women and so much more. Thank you, Karen, so much. Wishing you and yours only the best. Silverback Surfer. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, we got a one-time donation from Nasha who says, Keep up the good work at Sugar Pop Fit on Twitter. Thank you uh calvin in recurring donation thank you calvin mm-hmm. uh i think this is a new one calter h recurring donator uh, thank you calter I don't remember that name that's pretty sure that's me. new mm-hmm. gerard l recurring donator thank you gerard thank you baby jason f recurring donator mm-hmm. terry w recurring with the donation thank you uh alexander m recurring donation waste bees by sura 
you know what it is eric m recurring donator attitude check bronco pride you know what it is uh hugh g recurring donator thank you hugh michael irvin playmaker recurring donator thank you very much and that's everybody play us out even though i hurt you i smile yeah, I, feel that. I know god is working so i smile even though i've been here for a while Still, i smile hallelujah smile it's so hard to look up when you look down sure will hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile just smile for me and the people say come on smile for me alright um so we have all kinds of stuff to talk about we got uh reviews and stuff uh I guess you know we would have to we'd be remiss to say that uh the tickets for um uh our live show in dc which will be live with uh where's on 40 acres and movie trailer reviews mm-hmm. network mm-hmm. um uh they're on sale now yes they are you might want to get them for they gone mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you i know some people said they was gonna wait and get them uh i don't know if they gonna last uh that that's, long <laughs> that's that's the truth on that and when i posted it because it actually went on sale yesterday at noon and when i posted it like in the uh facebook group a lot of people and on my other social media platform a lot of people bought them immediately yeah i think we're like halfway done already with the mm-hmm. sales it's only 100 tickets um so you know get in where you can but um yeah uh, i'll put the link in the show notes um for you guys um you know to kind of give you guys a, a heads up or whatever i'll put the link in the show notes um but uh yeah, link for the chat I'm, i'll put it in the chat too it's called negro con <laughs> 2017 2017 uh not nigger con not to be confused not to all, be confused yeah, not that would be a little different not to be confused with negro with, with nigger yeah but this is negro con um uh, i think tickets are 2650 and it comes with a drink um mm-hmm. with, with a drink um gotta be, ticket gotta be 21 and gotta up i'll be 21 and up yeah. okay um but yeah you, and uh like i said once they gone they gone from my understanding um here is the link for the chat if you guys want to see it um yeah they post it all across social media i will keep reminders going yeah so uh and in the day will be innocent it's in dc washington dc june 17th at 6 p.m uh at rfd um so uh in rfd washington you guys can look it up um and i know a lot of people um missed us last year when we came y'all didn't get to see us last year so and last year people were coming and they also were going to awesome con this time it's just for us and just for us. the rest of the chitlin circuit so y'all will be seeing some black podcasters and stuff so mm-hmm. you know hopefully y'all come through and uh and, and have a good time man because i can't wait to uh do a live show in front of everybody oh it's gonna be so much fun all right let's do these five star reviews all right um so we got a few on uh, itunes and got one on stitcher this show is black excellence five stars tay from nc i love rod and karen i finally have itunes so i wanted to show some love and leave a review this show is awesome check it out they are black excellence thank you thank you solid takes mm-hmm. podcasting geniuses by three inches podcast by far the greatest podcast in the game even better when you catch them live and play along with the games thank you 
we try awesome philosophers with a side of ratchet five stars by cj freck uh maybe it's freak i don't know how you pronounce it um <laughs> this is by far the most insightful enlightening entertaining and beautifully human podcast by two of the greatest philosophers of the 21st century damn <laughs> that's a lot of pressure baby right they are a lifeline in these bizarrely sad times and the podcast they provide are priceless i'm glad to have karen around in my life love you too you too thank you cj freak uh rod and karen future phd says five stars kudos to you and the queen on another insightful hilarious episode 1437 one 100 times a million on bessie devoe speaking at bethune cooking university oh man right Ugh. i'm always not looking forward to tomorrow show we gotta talk about some more shit with that but yes thank you uh so much for the five star views mm-hmm. uh we got one on stitcher ms me 82 says a must listen five stars i never miss an episode Ryder can are both hysterical and have great chemistry hashtag relationship goals in my opinion the best podcast out there thank you thank you i appreciate y'all man them five star views really matter man y'all don't understand you know uh but we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do it because it means uh so much it doesn't i know it doesn't take that much effort and all that stuff but uh you know doesn't cost anybody nothing but time but time is a precious thing to a lot of people so thank mm-hmm. you for taking the time to do that for us um black and bougie was the feedback episode from last week uh where i really sang all the lyrics that dudes remix um we had some comments eve says i wanted to comment on the young lady i believe her name was chica who uh called in about romance novels and i can definitely feel her pain as a reader and an author okay yeah she talked about race in certain romance novels Mm -hmm. and how it was fucked up because one white woman wrote this one and it had like slaves in it and shit and the the romance and freedom and all and had nothing to do with them slaves and she's like what the fuck you know and they happen to be black yeah you could left that out right i make my living writing romance books and i focus mainly on women of color and interracial relationships mainly because at the time i started writing professionally i wanted to read romance books that reflected the relationship i was in i'm a black woman with a white husband also like chica i was tired of writing white authors to ask them if they would write stories featuring a woman of color who ironically was sometimes featured as sidekicks in their books only a few white authors would even attempt to write women of color that was roughly 13 years ago when people turned their noses up at at the interracial subgenre i was told by other authors mainly white authors to make my characters all white so my books would sell i was told i was being told by editors that people of color i mean that people are people and that these type of books weren't necessary nor would they sell which doesn't make sense if people are people then what does it matter what color i make my characters right right what they really meant was only white people are people that's really what they meant i won't even get into the editor segregating romance stories based on the color of the author and not what the content of the book was that's a whole other issue that deserves its own discussion fast forward to now the interracial category is not only one of the hottest subgenres in romance thanks mainly to black women these same white authors who turn their noses up at the genre are suddenly writing women of color and they are and the really fucked up thing is editors are rejecting books by women of color who write them but taking the books of color written by white authors listen let me tell you something dog mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons i don't have that much hope sometimes because racism is so fucked up it doesn't ma- people keep coming up with it systems and ways around it and tricks end of the day if somebody just don't see you as human it's so fucking difficult to to navigate that and there's and it's not anyone's fault but literally if it, i mean something as simple as a white woman turning in the exact same word for word book as a black woman and the white woman gets a pass and the black woman doesn't 
that's such a simple thing but it changes people's lives so it's, it's sad that it's that way man you know that's you know I, I mean i really do i root for black people in pretty much every area but it's one of those things where i i also know that the shit that they're up against is damn near impossible to take on anyway and if they fail at it or whatever it's really not it's normally not even their fault Mm-mm. you know what i mean like look at oscar so white they'll give awards to some black people this year they'll start putting you know the pressure to, to, to diversify and to look at some some of the people involved but there's gonna come a time when we start looking at well which black people are getting the awards which movies are they really looking at what like why is this performance okay for white people but this one wasn't you know it's that kind of thing where it's like ultimately we always run into the same hurdle the same brick wall which is how do we deal with just the racism that isn't our fault and um yeah i it's that thing we want diversity on tv i want diversity in the news who decides which black person gets the job at the news mom who decides who gets which black person gets the job at, on tv who decides which show gets greenlit still ultimately there's normally a white decision maker and they're gonna pick the black person they're comfortable with which means probably gonna be a black people person that doesn't represent a lot of black people so, correct um anyway uh and the white authors are being touted as brave that's some bullshit i know an author who was rejected by a publisher for her woman of color story and then contacted the same publisher to be a sensitivity reader for white authors who write women of color i can go on and on about the fucked up publishing industry yeah i even um i mean it's not publishing but i i read somewhere that uh they wanted shonda's um main character in scandal olivia pope to be a white woman i believe that i i 100 believe that she just stuck to her guns i believe that i'm fortunate to be able to make my living dog i mean my living doing something i love and as i said thanks to the support of uh, mainly black women and i wanted to thank that young lady for being a supporter a supportive reader of romance and to tell her that she's something fucked up in the industry like the author who called who included black slaves in her fantasy book don't be afraid to call that shit out change doesn't happen if we remain quiet sorry for the long rant nah man no there's never a need to apologize for that um should the teacher have been suspended for his rap yes it was too much no they were they were tripping on him 44 percent of y'all say no they were tripping on him which means the majority of y'all say he had to be suspended 56 percent mm-hmm. said sorry man that shit was over the line mm-hmm. especially you didn't do your research to find out what thought was i felt bad because i i wanted to root for the black teacher trying to educate him on some dead poet society but then i started reading them bars i was like Mm-hmm. Oh, wow ouch uh, you can't say that mm-hmm. uh we had episode 1435 orange uh <laughs> talked about orange soda a lot uh d ramsey ph dunn says love 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 my dynamic duo i did not know that the shea moisture ceo was a ne- negro shaking my head mm-hmm. yeah i think they have some capital investment but right pe- people were saying shit like they not black owned and all this shit and i was like i don't it feels like people are being real fast with them fucking facts and not actually doing any level of research and i didn't feel and and then once it started i started reading about it i was like okay it seems a bit confusing but it sounds like they got a like some capital like venture capital type investment but not actual like someone took over their company um so yeah but i mean i don't know if people still mad or not but uh we'll see what they figures look like um next quarter next quarter because 
uh, that's not a good way to get known in in any community Mm-mm. rogers trade 13 says hey rod i just wanted to give you a shout out and thank you for putting me on to something that was great and also ruining my social life i don't think you're doing a nerd off for a couple weeks oh no we do it every two weeks mm-hmm. uh we did one yesterday um yes, we did. by the way guys matter of fact let me mention this mm-hmm. again rss feed is down right now uh all the premium shows are still going up on the website you can always if you're premium you can always log in go to the episode and download and, and stream, stream it straight uh straight from our website mm-hmm. and uh i'm very sorry that it went down but i'm working with rapid feeds to get it back up right now i have so many emails into them um so it should when, as soon as it's back up i'll issue another post on the site to let you guys know mm-hmm. and i'll make sure to update the rss feed so you guys get it on your phones and all that stuff too uh at any rate he says um so i thought i'd just leave my comment here thank you for recommending the game mass effect so highly i read i read the review so i was holding off but you convinced me i had no idea how right you were this might be the greatest game ever i don't know what people were expecting but i love the other games and this one surpasses even those for me i agree you actually feel like you're exploring a new galaxy when you go to a single planet some of the missions are the are uh wait some of the missions and the pure size of a single planet are larger than full games i played i spent no less than 10 to 20 hours on separate planets because every corner every cranny you go down someone is offering you some amazing quest that's fun detailed and great voice acting this game is a gaming masterpiece and i'm ashamed and appalled the reviewers did what they did to it i have no idea how the developers had the time for this uh they need statues in the game hall of fame i'm 40 hours deep right now and i haven't been on the main quest in days thank you again rod for ruining my life with this game hey no doubt man enjoy that joint i know i did i just beat it last week i got a whole lot of playing time out of that um and i chopped down the masari cakes to smithereens (laughs) i was all up in her pb and j if you know what i'm saying guys oh lord falcons diva uh i mean i'm sorry lil mo 0219 says these are kelly puns are everything and miss 1ko says everything is life i was there i was here for these and the mjb puns they previously gave us life <laughs> falcons diva says oh my god i laughed so loud and long at work when karen said asked if pre-soil jeans were peed on i was crying so hard then my direct report walked in my office i had to apologize to let her know that my tears are from laughing then my boss walked in while i still had tears in my eyes because they interrupted me i had to rewind and i cried again i love y'all so much <laughs> glad you got your life to that me too. uh the the heineken ad i liked it i hated it well man three percent of y'all liked it which i'm gonna just go on a limb and say already pretty bad no matter what the rest of the results are <laughs> like if you put out that much effort into an advertisement and three percent of people are like good at it, that's already bad no matter what the rest <laughs> of the results are um all right so then 44 percent of y'all hated it uh which i i saw a lot of people that did hate it on social media and 53 percent said man and i'm gonna be real with y'all i think i fall in the man category like i know some people like some of my friends like they fucking hate that ad like slap your mama what did you why you spitting my food <laughs> type hate and i i'm i'm, I'm kind of like oh it's like I, i'm I, and maybe it's just because i don't have enough in me sometimes to, to, to be upset at certain things where i'm just like this 
sometimes i i i i see things and i'm like this doesn't matter in the big scheme of things i won't care about this in a day or a week or whatever and i think this might just be one of those things where i just went that's fucking stupid and then just rolled my eyes and i didn't really care that much but i also in all fairness am not in the vicinity of white people for the most part so i didn't have a whole lot of praise for that shit on my timeline which i'm assuming people that are in proximity to white people probably see that way more than i do and probably made their response even that more visceral because they was like what the fuck is this and why Mm -hmm. are you saying this shit is okay when it's not yeah sometimes i think that happens on social media and people don't give enough credit to the fact that like if you curate your social media enough certain things you don't see and if you don't you know for your job for your family whatever certain things will bother you more because you see it more mm-hmm. uh, so i didn't see a lot of people praising i saw a couple people praising it and there were people i love and respect you know a couple like some of them family and shit i'm not about to go on their page and tell them they can't like this but right. i i didn't like it mm-hmm. i just thought it was like okay you know it was obviously edited in a commercial so mm-hmm. you know probably paid actors y'all don't try that shit in real life that's all i know uh you end up catching some hands trying to be funny Try trying to break a beer. I don't get somebody shot. Uh, fourteen thirty six Smithfield's chicken and barbecue. Yeah, I gave him a free ad because I thought that story was great. Mm-hmm. Falcons Diva says I don't watch the news much anymore, but I was surprised to hear Valerie Hoff use the N word. I used to watch Eleven Alive, and I liked Valerie, so I took the age to the AJC to find the scoop. And unfortunately, I read the comments. Now, to be clear, I certainly don't use the word, although I do find myself using it more these days now, which I fully attribute to listening to the Blackout Tips daily. <laughs> damn you riding karen i become like jennifer lewis character on blackish i don't use that word then 45 does something crazy this nigga but i digress anyway i read the comments to the article of valerie huff's resignation and they were full of white folks bemoaning the double standard and black folks chastising curtis for using the word and then being offended with valerie using the word wow the comments are included a the comments also included a post from a white woman that includes a picture from that said nigga please mind you was it yes jews anyway my mind you this is still on page four days uh on the page four days after it was posted that's what i get for reading the comments damn yeah, i stay out of comment section yeah that's sad man because i mean just take the l and walk away man but as it's with everything whenever there is some type of uh, for lack of a better term i'm gonna say justice but come on justice she lost her job is she didn't die but um whenever there's some type of justice or balance or penalty for some uh, egregious act like that there's there's always like this outcry of of just sympathy and especially if it's a white woman but it's like dog even if you don't even if you didn't think he should have been offended even let's let's say that you agree that he shouldn't have been offended that's still not professional of her to hop in his dms and be like news nigga here if you want some help like it's still very unprofessional like i wouldn't want that person representing my company Mm -hmm. and i'd be damned if i kept that person on because if they do something stupid later then it's gonna really come back and be like oh so you thought this was cool you let this cook and when she later on called people in the employees in the break room what's up my niggas you what i mean why didn't you you couldn't say nothing there could you that's my feelings anyway eve says that struggle rapper was so transparent oh the dude that had the bars about how you hate black women uh it sounds like he's so insecure in his relationship he's in that feel that he's in oh feels like he's so insecure in the relationship that he's in mm-hmm. 
that he feels the need to diss black women in order to do it it's so sad because if he were uh, were to get gunned down in the street by the cops it would be black women marching for his ashy ass Come just, on. just date who you want and just leave us the fuck alone yeah that dude was trash a lot of black dudes go through that too and a lot of them never come out of it Mm -mm. so you know because i mean that's the problem is like there are a lot of black men that love black women they go up for black women they fucking defend them to the death they'll if you say some fuck shit in their face they'll tell you like this is fucked up but then there's also brothers that feel that way but when people start talking that anti-black woman shit they don't they, say a goddamn thing they, they're crickets and they and they, like i said they'll get offended at the fact that black women notice it or the black women say this is happening and they and they don't what it's so it's such it's such a fucked up system because it's like a black woman goes i don't feel appreciated by black men well that dude that's been silent the whole time when black men are saying shit will be on some like now now you don't appreciate me i mean i don't never say nothing bad about you how you just i mean so y'all i guess we all trashed in huh you know and it's like they get personally fucking offended when they haven't done anything to stem the tide of this shit so you know and and if anything like sometimes i feel a little bit bad because i get shown a lot of love and i think it's still over it's an overabundance of love just because it's a lot of niggas that don't say or do anything correct like it's not like i feel like hero L- listen brothers like i don't just walk mm-hmm. in kick kick the door down in the locker room be like listen brothers we need to talk about how we treat our sisters like it's not always an educational film in my life but it's little shit like being like well that's fucked up man why are you saying that because you're a black woman something that simple and people be like i'm just glad you was there and i'm like it's this so- is just so sad that niggas really don't just talk like this anyway because i no, know brothers don't. that agree with me correct but they'll normally wait till other brothers aren't around or they'll mm-hmm. kind of like they won't like it's not loud and boisterous like the dudes who are like these black bitches need to do this because they got the megaphones and the microphones all up and down your timeline everybody retweeting them and shit and you're like well fuck you nigga and when you say fuck you nigga here come the people that ain't don't never got shit to say right so i i, I like sometimes it feels kind of wild because it's like uh i'm not sitting around being like i'm gonna go in today get all the love like it's just sometimes you just read shit that's so crazy you're just like how could anybody be okay with this right. right you know i was reading an article today about a woman um she wasn't a black woman i don't think actually i don't know her race to be honest but it was an article about this woman that was uh in florida mm-hmm. and she was at a bar it was midnight a dude came in the bar jumped came up behind her hugged her from behind and grabbed her titties and another dude that was there that i don't think was like romantically involved with her just a guy punched that guy and kicked him out the bar and so then that guy goes uh and gets his friend the one who got kicked out the bar he goes and gets his friend tells his friend that he was jumped and says we going back to the bar to fight these people so they go back to the bar uh and the woman who was groped tries to, to lock them out the bar and close the door they kick he kicks the door so that you know she can't uh block you know close the door on him punches her in the face uh and kills her she dies oh right and then him and his friend run off and they the police find him and all this shit he didn't know he killed her he you know but still doesn't matter the point is all she did was go out for a drink that night she didn't do anything wrong that could have been you that could have been my mom that could have been uh anybody you know what i mean just the fact that it was uh a human being that 
that had it could have if it would have been a fucking man not that it is but if it would have been a fucking man it would have everything about it was wrong there was no she didn't contribute to this shit in any way this it's that kind of shit that's so scary that you just like that could that's like how do you exist in that world you know just random crazy shit happens like that but i didn't i don't find that seeing that article and being like oh this is fucked up i don't then turn around and be like hero and you guys should all recognize that i'm the man because i noticed it you know what i mean like it seemed like such a such an obvious thing i I feel like people don't treat it that way so Mm -hmm. uh but yeah all that to say that yes absolutely that dude that rapped those bars about fuck black women Mm -hmm. if he got fuck if he got killed if like his cousin got killed he expect y'all to be in the streets that's it he expect black women to do that labor for him he expect black women uh you know he expect his mama to cook and clean he expect all the people in his life that that have contributed to it i guarantee many black women have have put in an effort to for that kid's life for him to turn around and smack them in their face Mm -hmm. because you can't you you i know what people think that you people do this all the time where you think you can limit the insult like i'm just talking about these black girls out here that i'm trying Mm -hmm. that's this you know that thing that's talking this shit and it's like no you talking about your mama too i know you think you not but you are right you know what i mean like in your mind you making this exception your mom no no offense to your mom she's not exceptional in that way like she may be an exceptional woman she's still a black woman you can't pardon her and then go in on black women niggas do that all the time but it's not but it's not it's always gonna and it's funny because it's those same niggas that get mad at men are trash or black men do this or black then all of a sudden it's all right but when they say it about black women it's but now my mama she's great and i love her okay buddy anyway the poll was easy katie perry she cool she trash or meh seven percent of my audience still say she cool they don't give a fuck about them comments uh 44 percent think she is trash and 50% basically said, man, she all right. Um, I think I would put her in the trash category, but mm-hmm. I was never really a fan. Me either. We got episode 1437, good times. I don't care how much she roars, if that's the right, right woman. That's right. Okay. We got episode 1437, good times. We had some comments. And about Bethune Cookman University, the real reason why they invited DeVos uh, to speak is because they are trying to buy one of those for-profit colleges and they need her approval for the sale. It seems that even HBCUs can make money from them. The college they are trying to buy is called Arizona Summit, which is supposed to be a law school, but they are losing money as a result of the laws Obama put in place a couple years ago. Now that the new administration is okay with for-profit colleges, Bethune Cookman is trying to get one of, uh, out for their portfolio. They put a link below ah still sad still mm-hmm. fucked up yeah. selling those school those kids graduation out so y'all so you can make some money i understand they need the money but it's still sad man i, I, I i'll never feel okay about any of this to be honest um and i and i honestly don't know how these schools are supposed to survive because uh president uh trump is already targeting their funding uh which he moved from the education budget to like his budget and he's already talking about i don't is it constitutional for me to to give them money because it's kind of racist because it's based on race so 
all this shit is related to me because to me it goes back to the ruling the supreme court had where they struck down basically the voter rights protection act because they were like we don't need it anymore racism isn't having an adverse effect on society so within those 30 years 40 years they decided that racism doesn't affect society anymore in any significant way meanwhile biggest voter suppression ever ever happened in 2016 black people were uh eschewed away from the polls and 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 often harassed and things of this nature yet somehow they were like this racism doesn't affect anything we elected a bigot racism has no effect on anything um that logic allows for the logic like this which is if racism isn't real then why do we need to give allocate money to hbcus we don't just give money to white colleges that's that's the that's the simple logic they're going to use and when those schools are gone and out of business and black people getting less degrees and Come less on. education and um, not allowed to be get in anymore right and and, and that's going to stop people's uh pathways into uh different careers it's going to stop their pathways into um uh wealth investment for themselves and their futures for their children's futures um there's an attack on education hbcus are gonna be at the front of that because they're not making money so i don't know if they're all gonna buy for-profit colleges all i can say is it all kind of just makes me sad uh alex says my dna is not for imitation could not have been more plain well too bad because that white people with guitar said it is for imitation Mm mm-hmm krw says the only place i see sanders policy leading is lower voter turnout since they are starting it now i guess they are expecting to see some payoff in the midterms i'll be interested to see if they get one um we'll see man um i did read about a couple of um democratic socialist candidates that uh got elected recently i think one in georgia and i want to say one in michigan and what i i hope i'm not fucking this up hold on let me uh i think the dude and i want to say the dude from michigan was like uh a black lives matter dude and all this stuff so um i don't know may i mean i i am not adverse to the idea of having democratic socialist or even uh socialism in our country if that's a thing that's that people think can make they can make happen i just don't want it to be at the expense of uh black people and i don't want it to be about you know harassing and trolling us and treating us like shit uh to get that point across because if that's the case fuck everybody you know what i mean like if you're not gonna learn how to talk to people you can't you can't say that you're a you want my vote and not know how to talk to me because you don't talk to everybody that way and that's fucking important you don't know my you don't know a lot of white people issues you don't know them your whole thing is catering to them anyway they don't talk to jewish people that way fuck no they don't talk like they there's a like they don't recognize it because they think they're so fucking righteous but there's a huge amount of anti-blackness in the way they talk to us Mm -hmm. if you talk down to somebody while claiming to want their vote you are not gonna get their vote it's just not how it works you like you have to like make us feel good the way y'all want to make the white working class feel good come on you know all the shit like lie you lie to them you tell them that they're not racist and all this other shit and this and it's society's fault that they're uneducated unskilled labor ass ain't got a job and that bring them jobs back you gonna bring coal back and shit like that they don't never say that shit to us when it comes to us it's too real all of a sudden we the, the the limit is the sky right like fuck that shit man um so yeah uh treat us like you treat these other constituents who you want to court because this ain't it but and 
people including black people act like there's something wrong for the motherfucking catering towards us there a lot of people complained about that we're here why she catering towards us motherfuckers they cater towards every goddamn body else i want to be massaged too right she's just pandering hey dog the other people not even attempting to get your vote so i don't know what to, what do you what do you expect because people are only human and either you can deal with the fact that our system is set up that way that you pander towards people to get a vote get votes um and keep in mind i put pandering in quotes because people say pandering based on who they like or don't like correct it's really not that deep like mm-hmm. pretty much any anytime bernie says something about black people that doesn't stumble out of his mouth that's pandering as well but people try not to, they try not they try to paint that as his genuine feelings and but hillary lying or some shit it was just very weird the point is i don't give a fuck about any of these people's personal uh whether they telling the truth or not with their personal feelings but i do give a fuck about them putting out policies that i can hold them to mm-hmm. so uh krw says the only place i see saying oh wait we did that one uh d ramsey ph done says queen k lost it with the sore ratchetness i live for queen k's rants <laughs> that old man lost it the poll was can warren ellis and sanders run the democratic party uh turn the democratic party on obama 2.7 percent of our audience says yeah i think it's a sound strategy and 97 percent of our black ass audiences nigga please that is not gonna happen they say uh mm-hmm. no this won't work i really don't think it'll work but that's the strategy a lot of them seem to have pulled and i really think it's also that internet echo chamber thing where if you don't like obama there is a collection of people that don't fuck with him and actively talk shit about everything he does mm-hmm. and i think it's convinced that group that they're much much bigger than they are mm-hmm. it's like y'all are very smart i blocked all of them in like a day you know what i'm saying like it's a very it's a very small group of just you know arms folded look look at the rest of you niggas down my nose type twitter and it's very easy to if i can erase y'all on the internet in a day then y'all aren't big enough to to take the democratic party from anybody no you're not but good luck with that shit because that's crazy uh and lastly we had episode 1438 raining 100s we did a whole long segment of just just fucking with black people anonymous says the covers are funny and terrible but they usually prompt me to go listen to the original song well you're welcome anonymous rogers trey 13 says i hope i don't get too much backlash for the blackout tip family and friends but that white i love myself cover was kind of good sure that's one where the one was singing i don't think you heard this one because you weren't in the room at the time and you came back and i was just oh i was like what the fuck is this yeah you well you didn't even hear it you just were asking what i was what i've been listening to um and uh it was kendrick uh cover of i love myself by i can't remember that dude's name something dwight or something i can't i can't remember that motherfucker's name dog it was just me randomly on youtube finding shit so uh but it was terrible had acoustic guitar he did mm-hmm. that's their favorite instrument all the instruments out there and that's the, that's the one they pick every time yep so um i don't know i'm trying to find it now and i i can't even find it so i don't know what i typed in to get it to work last time y'all but uh normally when i put it in the um oh wait what if i put it in the the address bar i love myself mm, cover maybe 
don't know it ain't coming up no more so sorry guys oh wait it would just be called i right cover kendrick oh yeah hold on love featuring the crime love uh, ah jackson Bree. okay i did find it damn y'all lucky <laughs> because of karen y'all, y'all get to hear it lucky. again i was ready to move on i wasn't even gonna play it y'all but karen <laughs> karen's curiosity Are you blaming me now <laughs> curiosity done brought y'all back to the brink you're welcome everybody when you see her on social media say th- <laughs> thank you miss karen that's say, not I, my, I didn't I, I say that again thank you for mm-mm. giving us some more this time i didn't ask for it this time y'all some more bars mm-mm. she wanted to know ah! now you know karen mm. yeah i done been through a whole lot <laughs> but i know god wanna put me in a bow time pray that the whole lot water don't go dry yeah white people don't love themselves enough can you got to affirm it oh shit Give me some more balls. Mm-hmm. This is a fake Justin Timberlake. What's happening here? His name is Jackson Breet. They want to say is a war outside and bomb in the street. Gun in the hood and the mob of police. And the brown on the corner with a line full of face. The bottle of that lane and the model on the scene. These days of frustration keeps y'all on duck rotation. So faces be five for formation. Dreams of reality, mm-hmm. blood steam in the face of the beast. Oh, fall down the wind, could cry now. The strong and Mr. Smile. I love myself. Come on now. <laughs> this what you. That's what you want to know. Now you know, Karen. Ah! He hit that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now everybody in the chat room. He slowed the beat down. And everything. Make sure y'all thank her. Thank Karen when you see her. Uh, <laughs> that mm-hmm. was not me. I'm gonna invite him to the live mm-hmm. show. Let him do some mm-hmm. songs for us. Don't you get that man booed off the stage? I'm just saying. EVE says, I feel that guy's pain about tipping, and I uh, haven't worked in the restaurant industry. I consider myself a decent tipper. Always 20% for decent service and 25 to 30 for great service and 15 for subpar service because I know how hard it is for service. Um, I'm so conscious of the stereotype of black uh of blacks because when i worked at a restaurant most of the servers would get mad if black people sat at their tables and then they take that sweet time waiting on them. That was the worst. By the way, white people have no idea how fucking transparent that type of shit is it is like i like they they always think like i gave them good service i don't know why they didn't tip and i'm looking at it like as a server i'm looking at you serve that table and i'm like you have a fucking attitude right you came over lazy you're, you're late like i see you set their five minutes right went over there like i see you talking down to them and and clearly perking up when you go to the other table you think it's imperceptible it's very easy to see 
y'all just think you can't see it like right, so yeah. it's so whack come on i want you want to drink like just very i'm right. condescending and like i said me and roger have said in places where literally y'all me and roger have been the only two people in the whole goddamn restaurant and it still took motherfucker five minutes i'm looking at roger ain't nobody fucking in this goddamn place are they back there going rock paper scissors to decide right. who's going to serve us and you think that shit is transparent mm-hmm. and a lot of times you can tell they did that and we've been waiting too long because a lot of times by the time the server comes out there sometimes they're almost scared to approach the table you can tell they're almost frightened and a lot of times they are relieved when we're not pissed mm-hmm. uh she goes on to say um and to top it off if the tip was less than stellar they say see black people don't tip but i've seen it on both sides i've seen service give subpar service to black customers and complain about not getting tipped and then i received horrible service which always makes me wonder if this service having a bad day or is it because i'm black i've gotten to the point where even though i may leave a small tip even for bad service i always ask to speak to the manager why should i spend the same money everyone else is and get inferior service it's a catch-22 sometimes most of these servers who complain about blacks not tipping don't realize that we notice their negative attitudes mm-hmm. when they're waiting on us and some of them do realize it and just and just feel that they don't have to make the effort don't be afraid to speak up because you are paying for a service but wait to complain after you get your food because you don't want a loogie in your mashed potatoes some good advice uh yeah man i i'm not telling anybody not to speak up i literally just i i i thought about this for many many times i don't think i ever will sadly unless you come out and call me a nigger or something i'm gonna just probably end up tipping uh and being like well that person was fucked up hopefully they recognize they were wrong yeah I don't, you know? th- I don't think i've ever been to the manager for for me to go to the manager like it like something big has got to happen for me to be like you know what let me talk to your goddamn manager yeah and half the time because we're in the industry we know what the fuck's gonna happen nothing 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 they're gonna kiss your ass they're gonna get 20 percent off they're gonna comp your meal and then they're gonna turn around and tell the server that they was wrong even if they follow all the rules and regulations so it's one of those things but yeah it is a case 22 but in the industry that's just how it functions yeah that's another thing they were hoping i think a lot of times they're kind of hoping as well you know to be able to say um all these black people got an attitude and that's what it really was it wasn't me i didn't go over there and treat them like trash or anything like that it was just you know how you do you know they get an attitude about everything and blah 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 it's just i don't know it's my own racial paranoia and i'm i've learned to cope with it and i'm just dealing with it yeah that, that's true too and i know i think me and rock have talked about this before yeah I, when we served too i've had people they would give me everyone their black tables I i've take taken them. them i take every single one of them. can i get yours no you cannot get mine you turned your table over baby at one point i turned it to the the fucking harriet tub in the ihop because i was giving free juices and shit to people too i was giving them free shit anything i could give them for free if they was black and i got their table because some other black person ain't want to have it i'd be like man you want some juice or something man hey just order whatever you want i got you player and i didn't give a fuck because fuck them racist motherfuckers um uh, <laughs> one time they, it was funny because right when i got my permanent job at a at, at like a my actual like nine to five put on a suit and tie job uh right before that they was got to write me up because they was like we just we're getting reports that the juices i mean we're you're not sell i mean we're selling we're running out of juice but we're not selling any i don't know what's happening <laughs> it's not coming over the computer i was like i don't know what's happening either there's like i mean i saw you get that dude a juice did he order a juice i'm like I, he said he wanted juice man i don't know what you're talking about 
but but, but I, I mean what i when i look at the receipts am i gonna see you selling juices i see you get juices sometimes but i don't see the sales i don't know because it, it's crazy to me too i was basically like y'all niggas gonna have to write me up because i don't give a fuck y'all racist assholes why don't you write these motherfuckers up for not wanting to do these black tables how about that come on anyway are you enjoying these cover songs and white people news sure am or i hate you rod 39 percent of y'all say i sure am enjoying these cover songs and white people news and some can actually sing it's still terrible but still because i love myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 61 percent say i hate you rod all right we did get some comments desiree says or desiree says perhaps y'all played it and i missed it but i don't think so maybe it's just too on the nose but i really really been wanting some ice ice baby please no 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 request <laughs> but mill 73 if anything that makes sure that it won't go on the list i'm just telling y'all but mill 73 says i thought we had come through the worst of the white person on stool with guitar kendrick covers then you dropped that rendition of i why rod why is it something we said <laughs> brooklyn shoe wave says i hate you rod in the best way the acoustic version of i of it was the best laugh oh the acoustic version of i was the best laugh i had all week yeah y'all thought y'all was, was safe getting it apparently because we already did white people knew y'all thought we were safe nope you never know when it's gonna happen i'm just telling you and y'all y'all just gonna have to learn the deal i just went to get some tea y'all my bad my bad my, my throat really was itchy fault. and i was like i gotta get some tea she left me to my own devices what was <laughs> i supposed to do my bad i'm just a child uh we did get some voicemails and none of them appear to be well one of them's four minutes all right they appear to be within line let's see mm-hmm. what happens i haven't pre-screened these so no hello rod hello karen uh this is rue aka uh kinky hot curl on, on the twitter um, I haven't called in a long time, but I've been listening and keeping up. I love you both. Keep keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I will support. Uh, but right now, I, I love and just responding to the episode of Orange. Uh, just, um, yeah, just responding to Michelle. And uh, I am part of Get Your Coin Twitter. Uh, yes, please do. Uh, I just how unique she is and her and uh, Barack how unique you both are and we done had 43 other uh, uh, white people that you know president white and they got once they left office and the first lady too they got coin they just to hear words just to hear the words you best believe that they were like <laughs> you want to hear these words post presidency yes uh, please deposit in my account and I will speak them and I don't see nothing besides Clinton, the Clintons. I, I, nobody was complaining. Like, Bernie, chill. Like, chill. It's okay. It's okay. You'll be all right. Uh, I just think that um, if it really is true, Michelle is the most educated first lady in the Ivy League and all that stuff. I saw it on, on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, if that's true, and you, they're so unique, and meanwhile, we got you know melania like over here you know shake dancing bucket naked aka you know and she can't even finish like a rosetta that's on her you know trump towers infested laptop you know i'm just saying we got that now you mean to tell me that's the same like she's gonna be unique too but i bet you she can't spell when she talks so <laughs> it won't be the same what i'm saying is yes michelle like 
is is something unique in that. And who I would want to hear that. People would want to hear that because it serves people. And it's just different. But you you say, oh no, they push back the finish line. She's the most educated. She's this and that. And you mean to tell me she doesn't have something to say? Barack doesn't have anything to say. Like wow, wait till we get another one, a black president. So it it, it would be that's you know that's never gonna happen, right? You know it's not. Like really, stop. So I'm like just do it, and just for the simple fact, like Michelle is so unique. And first off, she's the first. She's left up in there where all the other people did being white and being president's first lady. Duh, she did that. And I'm just saying, Michelle, do it, and I listen. And I, I just don't think that people are thinking about this, but they keep pushing back the finish line is all I'm saying. No. Push back the finish line, say it's not enough, and, and to discount us, and it's just disheartening. So, yeah. I, I Get your coin, Barack, too. If they say get the money back, say Black Black can get it back. <laughs> I don't know. And say, you know, no. So, anyway, I love you both. Bye, Ron and Karen. I hope this wasn't too long. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Um, and also, like, let's take their their um, logic to the full to the to the fullest extent. How is the Obamas not getting speaking fees of however much they feel is appropriate, right? Because every they act like there's a monolith where everybody's like, uh, four hundred thousand. That's too much. Okay, so what's enough? What's the right amount for you, right? Um not to mention they gave two million dollars uh back to the community but okay let's just talk about whatever that amount is what if they don't take the money and they don't get a speech is that gonna overhaul capitalism Uh -uh. are we gonna have socialism like i really be looking at my mentions when these motherfuckers start arguing and i have to mute the conversation i'll be like so are we socialists yet are you done fighting about it on the internet because that's not helping anybody anyway like the things that people want are so um infinitesimal compared to what they claim like the the things they argue about are infinitesimal compared to compared to what they claim the goal is the goal is to switch the entire society over to some sort of socialist utopia some type of place where we take care of the poor this that and the other we do everything right by everybody well if the point is to start with the obamas then then fuck you already like it's not gonna work anyway but it, it, it while we have the biggest capitalist ever in the fucking white house literally making that money for off of his name and for his family for being president y'all think the argument is really needs to be about what michelle and barack are doing out of office like man yeah it's so lost and so wasted like you just obviously you're the angry as everybody else about this administration just come through and and admit that shit and stop trying to turn it into it's because of something like you know it's because of something the obamas are doing to be honest he out of office y'all had eight years of shitting on him it it, it, it never caught on so what what's the plan after that you know because it never blew up and i think that a lot of people rode that wave and they thought now that he's out of office and this will be the thing that shows y'all that he you can't fuck with him and it, it's not gonna work Right, and if the, them giving their money back or not not taking the money at all or not even giving a speech literally will do nothing to stop this economy from Mm-mm. doing whatever it wants to do and vice versa so i'm just tired of black people always having to be the example of who need to give up some shit so everybody else can be comfortable fuck them correct 
right uh next voicemail hey guys it's olivia i have a call in a minute um this is the olivia that lives overseas um not the olivia that called next week last week because i think there was one that called last week that's not me um i just wanted to make a comment about the dude that decided to make that freestyle um i had seen it posted on one of the bulletin boards that i read and ended up getting deleted because all the women on the page are like why would you put that foolishness on our page to give them attention so mm-hmm. um thank you for covering it thank you and no thank you because i saw that and was more well, instantly irked um the fact that he added black girls relate account that originally posted the tweet and said um black girls slaying yellow i don't care what you think don't at me he then proceeded to to make a almost two minute long freestyle and say that he was generalizing mm-hmm. knowing full well he wasn't generalizing because mm-hmm. you can look at the pictures on his 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 page and obviously see that his girlfriend is of the pale persuasion so i was just like okay this is it's you say it's a generalization, but you look so angry and so pressed in your freestyle. Like, knowing that you're an artist, first of all, apparently he's a rapper. I'm going to put that in quotation marks even though you can't <laughs> see it. Um, and you decide to slander a whole potential audience that you might have by basically saying that we're not shit. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Secondly, oh shit, what happened? Oh, somebody is calling during your voicemail and it got cut off i'm sorry uh that it got cut off i don't know why people are calling right now during the middle of the fucking show oh, well, we ain't open up the phone lines oh, but phone they are cutting off voicemails phone lines are open up right now let me uh matter of fact let me put do not disturb so that won't happen again oh. sorry about that um but i think we got the gist of the the message anyway mm-hmm. um which and yeah i agree i don't know what the fuck that dude was thinking um she did call back so maybe she added more and okay. this is actually three minutes and four Hi, seconds. Ron, hi Karen. It's Olivia again. i'm sorry for calling back um but i just realized something i i was scrolling through that dude's twitter um the one who made the dumb freestyle um in response to that tweet about black women looking green and yellow and i realized through <laughs> some research that i didn't really need to do in hindsight um, but anyways i digress um as i was going through the replies most of the people were like okay you are tripping something is wrong with you are you okay you are really hurt if you want to date black white women just date white women that's fine you don't need to come to a black women like that you're being stupid there were one or two ashy negroes in the comments that were like well he's got some points well i don't see why he's, you guys are coming after him he did state some facts one of them, right, one of them, I mean, he wasn't going after all the women in the comments. He was very having very rational conversations, which I gave him credit to. One of the dudes, it must have been his friend, because he said, well, this is a response, this freestyle, it's not new. He didn't make it specifically for this post. Mm-hmm. He posted this freestyle a while ago. So this dude straight up was trying to get publicity. He thought that he was going to be smart by going to a black woman's uplifting Twitter page and posting his whack-ass freestyle on one of the tags to get publicity and it blew up in his face. He made that freestyle apparently before that. He didn't make it in response to that page. He just posted it on that 
he tagged it to that um, tweet so that he could get some, some, some retweets. And I think he only got, like, after all of that, he got maybe, like, 38 retweets. Like, you take multiple L's for what you did. Um, anyways, the other reason why I was trying to call back is because I don't know if you guys knew that Shane Moisture was going into the DMs of some of the women who decided to go to the LinkedIn page and post a picture of the CEOs and the marketing team who happen to be all white now since Shane Moisture is now 40, 49% owned? No, 51% owned by Bain Corporation, which is a white corporation um, owned by, I think, McCain or one of them. Um, so, yeah, um, they're basically going into the DMs of some of the lesser-known naturalistas and saying, oh, how dare you, essentially saying you're wrong for posting, taking this personally and posting pictures of um, the CEOs um, as a personal amazing. attack. And, and they, again, went to Twitter and said, okay, why is Jay Moisture in my DMs not apologizing for what they did, but saying, hey, Oh, no, they're apologizing, but also attacking me for attacking their CEOs. But all of this is public information. Their picture is on LinkedIn. If you have a LinkedIn account, you can find out who the marketing director for Shea Moisture is now, who is a white woman. The whole team now is white. So that explains why we got the ads that we did last week. Um, I think I'm over my time, so I'm going to stop talking. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, they should have gone United Colors of Benetton and put every single race and every single hair type in one commercial instead of trying to divide them and be sneaky. I mean, I don't use Shea Moisture anyways, but hey, it is what it is. So that's it. I'm not going to call back again, I promise. All right. Um, so uh, first of all, yeah, that dude was clearly trolling for attention. Um, but I, I, sometimes I highlight and spotlight certain things because I want people to understand what's out there because people are always trying to make, make it's it. like gaslighting people and being like, this isn't real. This isn't happening. That's a real person. That's a real account. That's like, he's not mentally ill. He's not like, he's not, uh, like he's a person and he essentially hates black women and, uh, enough to want to, and, and he's trolling and wanting to get props off of it and shit. Mm. It's sad and it's, uh, pathetic, but, I would like people to to know what's out there, right? Because when people, especially black women, bring it up, you have niggas jumping your mentions, acting like you goddamn crazy. Yeah. Now, literally, um, the Shea Moisture CEO went on um, several outlets and did um, some out, you know, to to try to like go on. I wouldn't even call it an apology tour, but mm-hmm. to explain or whatever. He is a black dude. So I don't know what the LinkedIn says. I don't know what the pictures say. I don't like some of the stuff I know is all the way back to like 2015, um, from stuff that I've read since where people were trying to say fucking Mitt Romney, uh, and Bain Capital own Shea Moisture. Like this seems to be a persistent rumor to, uh, discredit their brand as a certain, going back before the, this fuck up currently to, either other ones or just you know whatever the um the uh you know what like just from the fact that it was for black people's hair and shit and they've always wanted especially the fact that people do associate shea butter twitter as black women that are feminist and natural hair all this shit they really have been trying to assassinate this brand and more importantly just the whole like black hair 
thing as you niggas are really secretly just doing what the white man and all this shit so there's like all that extra pressure on them doesn't excuse their fuck up or whatever but um i don't know for a fact that um the ceo is white because the person there rich dennis who's the founder and ceo is shay moisture who's going around doing all this uh media stuff he's a black man yeah i think i've, and I've seen what she's talking about she's talking about not not the ceo she's talking about like the marketing team okay yeah yeah i'm not like i can't speak to the marketing team i literally don't know and if y'all say they're white they're white i don't know i mean it, that would make sense that the marketing team was white after watching that commercial because it did feel like who the fuck what black person would have watched this and not picked up immediately on what the problem was you know i mean uh, people keep saying stuff like well they're doing this on purpose and people troll black people on purpose and sometimes they do but some of this shit they're not because literally like pepsi does something like that because they're tone deaf and they don't give a fuck about us which in a way is worse but point being it's not actually profitable for them to do that like the the amount of hands something like that has to go through to for them to put that type of ad out it's too many people for everyone to not be in on it you know what i mean so it, it like it's not that that's the problem it's the problem that they don't give a fuck right and when right. you find out that a company that's supposed to be for black women essentially don't give a fuck that's gotta hurt man right and not tell me funny the only reason why your shit blew up was black women black women have been investing in your company for decades you have three and four generation Mm -hmm. of black women families that use your product a lot of people particularly black men and people that are not natural and people that just separated from this don't understand how fucking hurtful it is for people to invest their money invest their time talk about their product love and praise their product for you to turn around and get fucking smacked in the face because all of a sudden i built you like like black women built you and for you to turn around after all these decades and be like y'all not important that shit is fucking hurtful they they do have on google and i don't know the accuracy of these but these like they have they've cited like different sources uh who is the owner of shea moisture sundial brands llc is a company behind shea moisture and nubian heritage brands it has been family owned since 1992 and was co-founded by richard lou dennis uh that's the black dude according to wall street uh journal private equity firm bain capital is now a minority stake owner in sundial that was september 4 2015 um is shea moisture a black owned business black supporters of sundial accused dennis of selling out black female consumers enjoy the fact that shea moisture was a black family-owned company dennis assures that he will continue to spearhead the company in his day-to-day operation sundial will remain the majority and will continue to be family uh i do that but they mean minority will continue to be family operated um i don't know man like literally i just know it ain't that simple whatever it is but the fuck up was simple come on and as much as you know and as you know i know a lot of people particularly men and particularly people that are separated from this that a lot of people keep it real they don't understand why black women are mad and because right. a lot of people don't understand why black women are mad and black women anger is really really easily to be dismissed because in general most people don't consider black women anger as being valid anger is always considered emotional is always considered dismissive is always considered them bitches is complaining them feminists is complaining y'all just fucking complaining for the fucking sake of complaining and nobody ever looks to the root cause of why they're mad because it's easier to dismiss than to actually find out and dig and investigate why women are mad um 
particularly black women and it's one of those things where we got the right to be mad and we got the right to 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 do anything we want to as far as repercussions to it because a lot of black women are mad they're like oh motherfucker you're gonna pay you're going to pay and that's why they went on a facebook page and it was like a 4.9 ounce or one point something they were like you know what fuck y'all we're gonna be sure that you understand that you don't fuck with us when it comes to that because like we we, we made you you know and that's something that people are dismissing too because like hey like i said you got three and four generations of black women uh that use their products you know this product has been around for decades so you got a a, a targeted market is very upset and what's so funny when other targeted markets get upset they got the right to fight they got the right to protest they got the right to say i would no longer buy your product they got the right to rant they got the right to rave they got the right to go on social media and be mad and and, and shit like that they have the right to but for some reason when it comes to black women everything we say can always be dismissed as us being emotional as us being irrational as us not knowing what the fuck we talk about you know when our our anger is valid you know people fail to realize emotions can have a rational response people don't get emotional for no fucking reason people don't get outraged and angry just for the fact that they don't got any fucking thing to do women would have rather been spending their time doing something else but because you did this we felt like we had to speak out and we did and like you say at the at the end of the day we will find out how serious people were because when the numbers come in people will see if your sales plummeted you know i know uh, a lot of people uh put, put like this particularly with youtube a lot of people do not understand when it comes to youtube black hair is king over on youtube black hair particularly natural women black hair get millions of views on youtube i don't think people understand how powerful that is for a lot of these women youtube literally they actually make a living off of youtube views whenever they have these conferences all across the country a lot of them have youtube particularly black women youtube people um come and speak and they draw thousands of people a lot of times people dismiss this market become caring thing about this market but this shit is huge on youtube this is why black women was like hey fuck them and their product and i will no longer watch you which is actually subtracting money from these people if you use their product so we put the pressure on them but like fuck them and you should say fuck them too now that's up to them but people have the right to demand this if they want to i i, I see no reason with with them demanding that um they don't care about us and because they don't care about us we also want to extend that to you how do people respond is a whole nother story but i don't see anything wrong with people putting this demand and this pressure because eventually in my opinion you need to make an example of people black people particularly black women are tired of getting left behind we're tired of building up products and having everybody turn their back on them we're tired of supporting people and once you get to the spotlight or, or the finish line and for some reason the finish line is always whiteness once we get there all of a sudden it's time to leave the niggas behind particularly in this, this situation black women and then it's like well fuck y'all and people are tired of that people are tired of getting left behind people are tired of building up products and building up people just to be left behind so it's like hey we need to make an example of you and you know what make an example money money makes people change their behavior yep and like i said uh when you said the white women are in the marketing team makes make total sense you know because it's just i can't I'm not saying no black person please no i'm not trying to say all black people are monolith but i literally cannot imagine a black person in that industry not immediately looking at that ad and being like y'all know we can't put this out like because they had a couple of versions and apparently 
it was like three different commercials and two of them people weren't really even upset about so clearly this third commercial they needed a black person to be hopefully a black person with some agency and the ability to say hey man this one's not gonna go the way y'all think it's gonna go right and and something that uh i've gotten to the point uh i've expanded my perspective when people say it needs to be a black person in the room mm-mm. it needs to be a black person in the room with power and authority because just being a black person in the room don't mean anything because if you're a black person in the room and you voice your opinion and you're dismissed that's irrelevant you need to be a black person in the room with the power and the authority to, for somebody to listen to you and be like hey this is not smart because there's a lot of shit with black people in the room that got passed because they ignored them niggas right all right let's um go to the next voicemail oh here we go Hey Karen, hi Rod, my name is Lamara and um, I'm calling just to say hi, I love your guys' podcast and also I don't have a Twitter or anything but I'm sometimes in the chat room and leave comments under um, shit on their Lama Lama time oh, but yeah, okay. um, I just really enjoyed the podcast this week and, all, and like all the time but I am so concerned Rod about the people you talk to on the internet who can like say that they're socialists i am very confused by them i mean i tend to be kind of confused in general i guess about people but it's just all seems so bizarre um for a really long time i did work with the international socialist organization and um it's just like no like socialists that i know were myself like considered bernie sanders a socialist or like a difference between democratic socialism, which is basically just capitalism with greater, like, with an increase of welfare state, but it doesn't actually switch the means of production and blah, 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 blah. But that's, I guess, semantics, but it just seems so weird that um, people support Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. um, specifically black people. I've seen it a little bit, um, and I live in Portland, so every white person was, like, super mm-hmm. psyched for Bernie Sanders. And whenever I'd say, um, he's kind of racist, they would get so upset with me. Um, and they still are mad. I'm just like, oh, my God. I think <laughs> white people are just in a state of perpetual anger. I'm not sure. It's not <laughs> justified. But um, I'm sorry about, like, all the internet abuse. I personally don't have a Twitter because, like, people are, people are so mean. And, um, you know. And my parents are Jamaican, so I don't really need any more mean people in my life. No shade. But anyway, um, I love the podcast, and <laughs> every time I'm at work and I hear one of those white people covers of I Love Myself or any kind of, like, black person thought, I start cracking up. This white man at work was like, what's so funny? And I, I couldn't explain it to him because he wouldn't get it. But anyway, thanks so much. I also love you, Karen, um, you. your laugh and your rants and just everything you've done to bring to the table. Um, thank you both for your work. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye, sweetie. Thank you. Yeah, and uh social media is by a lot of I'll tell you this, if you're on social media, you'll be you'll probably be fine for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it really wasn't until I started getting more and more followers that I just started finding these weird corners of the internet where motherfuckers be super angry and and, and like they'll find a way to make it about you when you like honestly, who am I? that i need to be convinced that socialism is the way i'm not standing in the way of socialism i'm not stopping anybody from being a fucking socialist um and i don't know what that magic number is but it's whatever that magic number is and you cross it you'll see the difference and there's a varying and there's varying degrees of socialism as you brought up like i said it's 
it's it's such a ridiculous thing to fight about on the internet because it's just not it's no one socialism there's no that bernie sanders a democratic socialist even he's not uh, you know it just doesn't make sense not to mention i don't even know what the ultimate fucking goal of shit like i'm angry at the banks and angry at rich people is supposed to be i honestly don't like do y'all envision us having a society without banks do y'all have envision us have a society where banks exist but they don't uh profit uh you know do you are we going to take our money out for those who have 401ks and shit are we taking all our shit out of the stock market are we going to be okay you know what i mean like what kind of what kind of end goals do we have because i think a lot of not and i'm not saying these are bad things to want or to want to change i just don't think everybody agrees on these things Mm-mm. and what gets lost in the shuffle is with all the fighting and targeting people whatever your solution is is also going to be a problem but people don't want to confront their they just want to tell you how much of a problem everything is but when i'm like so how will we solve it what would you do everybody not going to agree on what they want to do either so you know it it would be cool if people would actually be honest about that but you know whatever it's easier to just be mad on the internet i think correct Hmm, i played this email i don't know why I, i thought i played this email let me see let me make sure oh somebody was calling of course of course um all right let me see um this is the one i just hey rod and karen this is Teresa at prosperity on twitter um giving you a a shout out first of all appreciating everything you had to say about the anti-blackness of you know assuming that black voters are just ignorant um that whole segment that you went on about understanding anti-blackness and its many forms is just so powerful and so important for us to get clarity about so thank you for that um i am driving home to columbus ohio from university of notre dame for the very last time i have survived this year living separate from my partner with y'all's help Y'all are my friends in my head. You ain't going to be able to tell me otherwise. I forever have conversations with people as if I just got off the phone with y'all. So that's <laughs> just the reality that we're all going to deal with, okay? Um, but thank you for helping me through this year. Uh, there was something else I wanted to tell y'all. All right, I can't remember. But anyway, I'm headed home for the last time. So excited to be finished with this year. And um, I made significant progress on two book projects and when they are out i will definitely be sending both of y'all a copy all right thank you so much for everything you do keep keep the clarity we need it to navigate this crazy country we're in love y'all bye oh congratulations on surviving first of all long distance relationship is that's hard mm-hmm. you know making that work for a year man good good for y'all and uh congratulations on the books and uh and, and working through it man that's mm-hmm. that's dope uh let me go to the next thing real quick um next segment hold on but uh yeah absolutely the um it's complicated because you know i understand that it's cool to want black people to do better i understand that you know you you don't want to just be like we black we are beyond any level of improvement or critique or anything because there are certain things as a community and as individuals we can always improve upon Mm -hmm. um 
but at the same time some of the stuff that uh the way that people talk to us and approach us it ain't no love in it and i think especially when people are trying to perform this like extra wokeness and pro-blackness sometimes they take all the love out of the equation and then they wonder why the fuck black people reject them and i think also some people actually validate their opinion based on the fact that black people don't fuck with them right and they would never come out and admit it and i think they would need to take some self-examination to actually understand what they're saying but sometimes it when it when you're doing the all you niggas are too stupid all y'all are too dumb y'all just listen to jay-z it's and there, there's something inside of you that makes you want to reject black people and you feel like your opinion is more valid because less black people share it but you sound very much like a lot of white racist white people and how they talk about us and if you if that's not what you mean then you should go back to the drawing board and examine how you talk to people because nothing i'm saying is unpopular or crazy like like when i say these type of things on twitter and stuff it always get a whole lot of people that retweet and all that stuff because they've had the experience it's the same way when i talk about how bernie sanders fans talk to people that people will retweet that shit even if they don't they'll be like thank you for putting in the words i have had this experience and i'm tired of people mm-hmm. talking to me like i'm fucking stupid um so yeah if that's if your goal is to win the socialism on the internet if that's a real goal of yours then then you gotta do it with some diplomacy you gotta learn how to talk to people it's not it's not fucking people aren't robots they 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 need to be talked to a certain way or they won't fuck with you that that i don't know why your politics would mean you you suddenly lost the ability to understand that right and then you know like i said niggas ain't stupid and eventually uh it turns into well i'm trying to do this for you people like 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 that eventually that's what you get down to with a lot of you know a lot of the the the, especially the bernie bros and all that stuff it turns down to you people also yeah the whole time i was thinking you was thinking i was other y'all you proved to me was you thinking that i'm other Mm -hmm. and just like them niggas is you people because it's like i'm not one of y'all so all all of it boiled down to you people like y'all niggas why you know everything boils down it's to y'all fault why i don't fuck with you or why we don't do things this way or that way or you know we got policies that is excluding you and you bringing it up is the problem right all right last voicemail hi rod and karen this is allegra and i'm in the middle of listening to your episode 1437 good times and i had to to stop i just dropped off my kid and i had to stop and actually call instead of my typical email and respond to what you were saying um i love your show because um both of you are pretty real people and i'm a realist as well the only sad part is um the realism that you give is also with the um the feeling of despair because (laughs) of the little faith that you might have in people. Um, and my realism is, is felt with a, with some sort of hope. Um, although I know that your despair is valid and I, I get it and I feel it too because there's so much against us, so many things. But one thing I want to point out before I go past my limit is you were talking about how much data we have to come up with, how much stuff we have to do to prove and even though we have video cameras and we have eyewitnesses and so on and so forth we still have to prove racism we still have to prove 
that these deaths were not um, that were not within the law. And to me, that's a perfect example of how much Black people have to work ten times as um, harder just to get the same result, and or to be equal to you know a white man's you know life or what have you, whatever the saying is. I can't even remember it right now. I'm so upset. <laughs> But I just wanted to bring that up because we do. We work so fucking hard and only to not be recognized, not be acknowledged, to, to say, oh, no, you guys are just, you know, talking out of the side of your neck. This is not real. This is not true. We believe the police over you. But there's been so many cases, publicized and otherwise, of people being killed unjustifiably, of black lives being ended abruptly because of some trigger-happy police officer. And there's proof that this is not changing and that they're not trying to change. So I just wanted to respond to that because it hurts my heart. I have a 16-year-old son, and I fear for his life every day. He's biracial, half black, half Latino. So I, I worry for him every single day, and it makes me protect him and keep him in the house and, and all of these things. And I see this beautiful black boy of many beautiful black boys that have their lives abruptly ended, and it just makes me sad. So anyway, thank you guys for another fabulous show. I love you both, and um, I wish that I could actually meet you. <laughs> have a good day. Bye. Well, you can meet us at NegroCon um, <laughs> Negro if you want to. <laughs> if you want to go to that, but that name makes me laugh. Uh, also, uh, what I was gonna say is the cost of the effort and the time that it takes with all this data and research that we do to prove our humanity. I mean, there's something to that, and I mean, it's not only black people. I, I know your son is half black, and I mean, obviously, you know, cops don't give a fuck. They just gonna be like nigga. But as far as um, even with Latino people you know how many fucking studies we've read on the show it's like uh well actually people that are undocumented immigrants here do pay taxes and actually they do work and actually they do this and actually the crime rate isn't that like it's like whiteness starts with this assumption and because it's so many people and so many people buying the white supremacy in general the rest of it is just explaining and undoing the myth over and over and over again it's exhausting and um you know i like and maybe i i mean i would say i'm too pessimistic but i i really just feel like i'm being r- realistic and tempering my expectations because i just don't know how in this country we can expect any true level of equality or people to literally see us the way we need to be seen in order to respect us as human beings and individuals because if people just refuse to see themselves i i guess just the levels of depravity i've seen human beings do to each other via just through historical reading and things of this nature and that's just in america like i don't even i'm not even that well versed in um history and politics outside of of the u.s like that and they fucked up too yes right i mostly only care about america no offense to everybody else but um just within the limited scope of what i know i'm like if people could live that way and not view themselves as bad people we're in we're in so much trouble because things could be way worse right you know what i mean like you know it's funny like people will make these what i consider to be stupid arguments sometimes where they're like you know hip-hop makes it so people don't respect women i'm like have you seen history 
because we've never respected women if anything this is the most we've ever respected women ever and um and and next year will be the most that year like it'll never be in a long view of history it can never be as bad as it was same thing with um some of this shit with race too like i i know people hate to hear it but in a lot of ways we have come leaps and bounds beyond the dreams of even our ancestors were allowed to dream uh just doing what the fact that i can do what i do the fact that you know but but it's still not enough and it's still it's still fucked up you know what i'm saying like like even as fucked up as it is now it was worse you know people hate when say like when obama says that because he says it to then justify being an optimist and being hopeful and that seems to be the only way you can express that but i feel this i see that and i still it makes me feel pessimistic because i'm like shit people knew how wrong that was like we now all recognize man slavery that's a bad thing nobody should do that no one should own slaves let's stop doing that in america don't do that if you went to somebody's house and found out they had two slaves you call the police on them like everybody knows it's bad now except we still want to hang on to the trophies we still want to hang on to the monuments we still like it's still exactly it's still within us as a society and no matter how good it gets i feel like there's gonna always be a cap on certain shit like it'll never be but so good for black people because of what the history of society is it'll never be but so good for women uh especially women that aren't white because of the history of society it's just you know i i, I don't mean to be depressing <laughs> i really don't but i just uh, and hopefully people can prove me wrong you know i i'm sure if i was alive during fucking the slave slavery days or or civil rights days i would have been like man them motherfucking white people are not gonna let you eat at that counter that's how i'll be thinking even as i was like i understand why you got to go up there and and make a point to eat at the counter i understand it but i i I don't know that they had a capacity to really allow it so i hope i'm wrong you know i i wouldn't mind our economy being overhauled and people fixing healthcare and shit i just don't know how you can look at what's going on today and think that that's possible i just don't know i don't know any way there's no there's nothing happening that would make me feel optimistic about these things um because i'm not a very hopey changey person despite the fact that i i fuck with obama but i it was not because i thought he really was the change that was gonna change the world i just was like oh cool this dude is better than the other candidates you know anyway yeah and and i think for me um i'm gonna tell you right now uh hope is the only thing sometimes i'm gonna keep it real hope that there is can still be some type of a change sometimes it's the only thing that keeps me going like like even though you see all this terrible shit you got to be like eventually it has to be some form of a change. Like, it can't be all downhill. Because, like, with all the shit you see going on, hope is the only thing that's preventing a lot of people from depression and all of these other things. Like, you've got, got to have hope for some people. Because um, if you don't have that, it's like, well, what the fuck is the purpose? Like, why are you fight? Like, you begin to just question everything if you don't have hope. Um, in my opinion. And this is how I function. So I'm like, you know what? There's a reason. Yes, keep fighting. Yes, keep going. Yes, have hope. You know, yes, there is change. And the thing is, 
all these changes are slow and i think that's what's frustrating with people with hope sometimes is that the changes are slow i'm talking about like watching paint fucking dry on the wild it's fucking a slow and painful and agonizing goddamn process before you see any end results sometimes you are dead and gone before you see the results of your hope and a lot of times people don't want to admit that, you know, once, once it comes, you know, to this, it's a very, very slow process because the thing is where we are now, we did not get here instantly. These are decades and years and centuries of shit that happened and it cannot be erased overnight. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, like I said, it's, I understand like hope. I understand like people want to have hope, you know, that's why mm-hmm. people believe in religion and 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 you know that when good things happen and there's progress people want to believe in that and i feel like you can't uh attack people necessarily for that and you can't uh if anything you should use those things for positivity right you know if you like uh people take advantage of those things or take them for granted but i, I just think i understand and i relate to it but i don't necessarily always share it but it doesn't you know uh it's almost like james baldwin said where you you have hope because you know i'm alive so that's the reason i would say like i have hope that things can change because if i really didn't then i wouldn't be here so obviously i do every day i feel like i wake up with some potential to see something positive happen in the world and that Mm -hmm. that's what motivates me on a on a on a very short term but you know my general disposition is like uh anyone that knows anything about the history of this country i don't know how i don't i don't you know i don't know how you can see things that that far but you know my favorite one of my favorite heroes um uh harriet tubman saw the world as you know uh an impossible vision and made it happen so um it does take people with that kind of vision and you need those people even when you can't see it yourself correct and also the thing is i think uh for me, uh, something about up in the chat room, I think with with Trump uh, being voted in the office, for a lot of people, they feel like, I feel like Trump in his office is what they want to beat out hope, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like their whole thing, like you say, a lot of people became very hopeful. And once people are hopeful, they're more willing to fight, they're more willing to protest, they're more willing to go at, they're more willing to not take shit because they know it's hope. And they're going, oh, we're going to put out this motherfucking hope so that we can just do what the fuck we want to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they don't have that hope anymore. And once you don't have that hope, people aren't willing to fight. People aren't willing to protest. People aren't willing to, to call their congressman. People are like, well, fuck it. What the fuck am I fighting for when they, quote, unquote, have won anyway? Um, but for a lot of people, they still have hope. And I think for some of those people, they will have hope to the day they die yeah i know also there's some people that just like legitimately believed in the hope change stuff that obama said and they a lot of it is just anger because they they believed that he was somehow this like deity jesus figure that was gonna come back and fix america and all this shit and i'm not even mad at them it's a human impulse to want to believe you know what i mean and he did use that in his campaign it seems silly to me but it's because of my disposition it was not like you know what i'm saying like i to judge them i feel like it, it's kind of harsh and unfair i wish it is. i think a lot of people's feelings are hurt 
mm-hmm. and that's where some of this is coming from um and then some of these niggas are just very unpopular like they're just gonna have an unpopular opinion just gotta deal with it all right last one um last one oh this is long we'll see if it's worth it um hey you and karen it's lamar again lama lama time um and i'm actually listening to the show right now but oh. i just wanted to say that's that's totally um valid what you're saying a lot is that there's so many different ways to like get towards like the socialist like ideal which i mean it doesn't i'm gonna try to say all this stuff very very fast i guess and put it all in um kind of words that i could be understood by the masses wow that's an extremely socialist thing to say but um there are the whole point of socialism is to change the means of production so as a worker i have to go to a job and sell my labor in order to make money and um Basically, the core tenet of socialism is that the majority of the people, myself, you, Karen, everybody in the chat room who's a worker, owns the means of production. So when we own the means of production, that means that we have a stake in the work that we do in a way that we don't now. And when we have that stake, we can uh, better control like how things are produced, how much we work, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it doesn't mean that we will get rid of stock markets necessarily it depends on who you talk to this is just my perspective i'm not there's some socialists who i think you know are slightly unhinged i guess when it comes to the idea of socialism they're trying to like literally pound it down everybody's throat um and i'm trying to be a little bit more in the middle because under socialism the whole point is that the masses own the means of production and we are able to live better lives because we're not having to sell our labor. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, in order to like reach a socialist society, it's going to take a whole massive global movement, which just quite frankly isn't possible. I know some socialists who believe that the revolution is going to happen in the next 50 years. I don't believe that. I don't think, I don't know if it'll ever happen. I know it's definitely not going to happen before I die. Um, or, you know, it's just, it's difficult to explain in a quick message, but um, it's just there's sometimes a few pipe dreams that socialists have that just don't really make sense. And also, you know, um, socialists often argue that racism, sexism, and things of that nature are an effect of capitalism, um, which I agree with. There's also, I can explain that sometime, I don't know when, but it's really great to be able to talk to people who aren't totally like thinking that socialism is a hundred percent the best thing to do and it's good what we all need to do because that doesn't make sense um there's so many different ways to reach a better outcome and you know in a socialist society like you guys mentioned in a few podcasts ago like racism sexism homophobia transphobia those things won't go away um in the socialist mind ideology remember like all these things are basically just mental exercises that people are doing um all of those things don't disappear. The goal is to eventually socialize generations and generations on to where those behaviors are no longer existing, which I don't know how that would work. Nobody knows how it would work because we have not lived in a world for the last, since the inception of racism, that we know anything else. So I, I also struggle with, you know, trying to really be a part of like a leftist, leftist, leftist politics. Um, because 
there are a lot of things that are very much like based in like Eurocentric ideologies that that they do not address. Um, and that's specifically why when I look at socialism, I get my socialism and all that stuff generally from black femmes or black queers because they have an intersectionality, intersectionality and understanding that other socialists don't, um, specifically white male ones, um, cis het ones also in particular. Um, and they're also very condescending, which becomes a very big issue. I actually left an organization because they just, they wanted to talk to people however they felt was okay. And I was like, you cannot go anywhere and then chat to people however you want to talk to them and expect them to be cool with that. It doesn't work. Anyway, I'm over time. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you for the message. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would just say, um, yeah, but a lot of it's just how people talk to people, which is where I tried to start with it because I don't want to, I don't really want to debate their politics because everybody's politics, at least for the people that I know that I fuck with, everybody's politics are the same thing, which is trying to find a way around racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, things of these nature. So I don't want to be like telling you like, your way ain't going to work, nigga. Like I saw people doing that being like, you know, but I, I don't see how it's necessarily possible. I don't, you know, uh, it does take visionaries. It does take people that can see shit that I can't see. Mm-hmm and to believe in things that i don't believe in to make things work sometimes the main problem for me is just learn how to talk to people if that's really your goal if not then it's just about you smelling your own farts and telling everybody how stupid they are which i do think is a a large part of the people that run that i run into um and if that's the case then just leave me alone because you're not gonna come up with a with a problem-free solution to anything like you're you're not gonna ever have a candidate that will have this country uh as america and not take a life we're never gonna have that you know we're never, like we're never like certain shit i'm just like i i can't even believe that and then we don't have an example of someone that's done these things so we have to sit back and be like these are theories i hope they work i think the main thing they should be pitching is what i believe in i think is just better for people and society and the economy overall that to me that's where you just got to start because if you tell because like the over promising of i'm a this will fix racism it immediately makes me check out because i'm like i know that's not true right you know what i mean like i'm like i'm not some fucking dummy i'm not a a college freshman like this isn't a theory to me i know for a fact that racism and white supremacy is well beyond the idea of who's producing what means because somebody got to make that decision on how the government set up or how the economy set up and that person if we look at america right now there's a really good chance that that kind of person would probably be a racist so now we're still dealing with it but it's called something else you know so at any rate though i feel you and uh yeah i you know i don't have a problem with it i I just wish people knew how to talk to people that's it you know because as far as i'm concerned i i would just because i would i see their humanity and i just want them to see the vice versa to look back and see mine mm-hmm. um <clears throat> all right uh no more acoustic guitar ebony writes in on the email hey riding just uh, hey riding karen but justin how justin get in y'all know y'all are the greatest podcast of all time but something something's got to give hashtag bring back them acoustic guitars what is white people news without the beloved sacred white music anywho love you guys and thank you for getting me through some long hard days in college i'm graduating next weekend so thank you guys love congratulations baby 
you did it congrats way to get there mm-hmm. and um i i can't i can't tell you say no more acoustic guitar but then the hashtag says bring back them acoustic guitars i'm confused <laughs> Do you want them or not? i don't know if you want them or not i guess the only but they're probably here to stay the only solution is to play some more acoustic guitars i guess that's the next what i time. say and some kazoos raising them right real says hey rob and karen a few days ago my 11 year old son was reading a crazy story to me i was half listening to the story until he finished and said guess the race who knew that he paid attention when i listened to your show in the car i had already turned my 29 year old daughter out on tvgwt now i'm working on the boy i know i know mother of the year right obviously love the show thank you for keeping us entertained y'all welcome yep i don't know how i feel about 11 year old listening to the show but you know what i can't control it Mm -mm. so if you say it's good it's good hey um he go to school calling people wetbacks and shit do not write us we ain't had nothing to do with that Mm-mm. we put explicit on our um on ex- our description <laughs> listen at your own risk right uh black tipping advice hey rod and karen love the show I often hear you talk about how you used to work in the service industry and how important you t- feel tipping is sh- uh, or it should be taken uh, away in exchange for fair wage or people use it to yield power yeah i would love for tipping to be abolished Me and too. just pay pay service what they were just paid them my question is uh am i judged for not tipping when i pick up to go food i don't think you are to be honest but it probably depends on the establishment because right. i sometimes when i go to like a ritzy ditzy place i'll be like let me tip this motherfucker because you know it's it's one of these places where like they don't really do to go orders and all that shit and that's really just my own hang up about it but i'll tip those people like a cup and i even then it's probably like 10 percent as opposed to if i would have sat down for a meal where you served me drinks and and waited on my table and all that stuff you know but i'll still throw them a few dollars um but uh as as far as my experience when i worked at ihop it it fucking sucked because what would happen was you call in an order the hostess who gets paid uh, the minimum wage which i know it's not a lot of money but like it's seven dollars and some change keep in mind i'm a server i make two dollars and 13 cents right so what they do is you call in the hostess answers it and puts the order in they tell me to prepare it so now i'm fucking getting your box together all this shit i put it in a bag or or at least put it in the box for you or whatever you know the kitchen makes it all that stuff gets it bagged up they you know take it to the front they give it to you when they print out the receipt and you write the tip in it's them it's not under me so i don't get that money so it's fucked up because the host already making more money than the people in the back of the house and they get the tip right so it's like damn dog you didn't even do shit Mm -mm. all you did was pick up a fucking phone anyway um it depends on the restaurants what i'm saying because some restaurants aren't like that and Mm -hmm. some are um however when i pick up food da, da, da. oh when i pick up food uh to go that tip line is still there on my receipt and my confusion kicks in they didn't serve me they literally just handed me my food however sometimes i will tip for picking up a to-go order or sometimes i won't i'm always nervous to think i'm a cheap black woman when i don't if i pay cash i will probably get change back and maybe drop a dollar in the little fishbowl some restaurants have sitting now do they expect it or is it just a nice thing to do i think it's the latter yeah it's just a nice thing to do because it you know the the thing about the tipping in my opinion it's getting to the point that almost everybody requires tipping now even if it's not an establishment yeah that, that caters towards tipping because whenever it's something new but whenever you go to jersey mike's now 
and you ring in your order this is judge mike's i go to and you ring your car they'll be like you want a tip fuck no i'm standing in line you're making my food you're handing me my food i'm walking out the goddamn door no and even if i said it no because i get up i make my own drinks no i'm not giving you a tip because you already get paid to do your job you're not doing anything above and beyond not trying to be funny what your work requirement is so no yeah i i don't feel that strongly about it like if you want to it's cool um depending on where you go like we went to uh that persuasion place and i tipped mm-hmm. that dude um he's a cool dude he's nice every time we walk in he's all you know oh y'all not gonna stay in and eat and all that shit like i'll write him in something but if i order from like a actual takeout place or to go no and if i got like if i go pick up a pizza like i go to the carry out like they're not delivering it no, no you're not getting the tip like i did the work i took you the know? delivery man because he came to my house right right like i paid for the pizza already you know so that's how i would view it anyway but i'm sure there's varying degrees of it and whatnot um i'm curious what do you do when you pay for it to go order i always wonder what is customary thanks leah yeah i'm not an expert on it but yeah i normally do 10 percent if i tip and if not then they don't get shit just depend on where i'm at yeah it, like i said a lot of it depends on where i'm at depends on the establishment because there's some places i'm going no sweetie you didn't do anything above and beyond what, what was required of you. you you know like i said i got to get my own drinks i got to you know i done, done my own trash out no no and, and that's just how i personally feel about that no i'm not putting anything in your fishbowl no what what my thing is you're getting and i guess my biggest pet peeve is that you're getting paid above 213 an hour so no right um nigga from jay you know impossible white man jay you are finally doing a live show i'm so amped cop my ticks at 12 p.m on the dot impossible white man and miss christopher will be in the building can't wait now let's just make sure this airbnb booking doesn't all of a sudden have issues lol <laughs> put some pictures of some white people on the uh on your application you'll be fine you'll be fine just fine lastly allegra right saying hello karen and rod and it's called finishing thoughts at the finishing episode 14 episode 1432 and moving to 1433 i just have a couple things to respond to i was feeling very emotional about yet another death of a young black person and how you were speaking the sad truth and how our society and white supremacy will always pres- preserve themselves at the risk of other black and brown lives i try to speak honestly with my son about this stuff when i drive around town i see young black boys playing ball walking with friends i worry for them i live in wisconsin and our police chief is the fucking worst and there's obvious ramping up of police visibility here so i'm in constant fear for these young lives yeah with the trump administration man it just feels like they i don't even think it's gotten bad yet i actually think it's gonna get way worse because they're gonna withdraw some of this oversight on these cops and more important than even that because i think that's already fucked up but more important than the oversight i think they're about to start encouraging them like that right. law that law and order shit that we need to bring stop and frisk national give it a crack down he, he is delivering quote-unquote on a lot of his promises yes. or at least trying to deliver people thought he would get in office and calm down or cool down or these are just things that you say it doesn't matter that they're bad ideas it doesn't matter that they're openly racist and bigoted ideas he is going to try to get these ideas what republicans have in him is someone stupid enough to try to put these ideas into action that's what they have i don't know that they'll be successful with every one of them i do hope people fight them i do hope they don't have the numbers but overall that policing shit that ain't even hard because you don't have to vote like those are things mm-hmm. that like literally the just like the department the, the justice department has 
the doj just can be like yeah um we, we don't need that no more the next budget hey just strip that out we don't we're not looking at those no more we don't need to see that um so yeah i i worry for that kind of shit and if they do write some type of stop and frisk shit into law i i don't know what's gonna happen there's gonna be so many people uh that could end up dead locked up uh all kinds of shit because we definitely don't need to be encouraging police to do unlawful unconstitutional shit right uh as for episode 1433 i'm both fearful and excited for the obamas they have a chance to really focus on some sort of change even if it's small but that does present a target square on their back i spent eight years uh in fear for that man's life and luckily he's smart enough to know how to play the game i really hope he can find groom sponsors so uh so people some people who can be true representation of our society yeah i i would be interested to see who he i will be watching that with keen interest to see who he taps as the future because see that's the thing that uh for everything people say about how much they love bernie and shit which i really think they love the symbol of bernie more than bernie correct um he don't seem to want to give up the spotlight or the stage Mm -mm. and i think that is harmful to his overall point because if he truly was about making the next leader of the democratic party a socialist he would have tapped somebody other than him because he's been around too long he's older um and while he's riding that popularity wave he ain't gonna be popping forever no and when he dies then what it's like nobody's there to actually take his place so hopefully these people that are coming up through the ranks now and winning some of these local races and stuff hopefully you can find somebody among them that's a little more tenable that can uh actually speak to the ideas of race without offending a lot of people because uh, i think uh, at least a lot of black people because i do think his coddling of white working class is untenable with a guy who also gets kind of scared when race comes up like you can't do both like you either have to be like look these white working class motherfuckers ain't special we need these black votes because that's what that's what killed us during the primary anyway or you have to be um uh, white working class and fuck these black people but you're not gonna be able to do both because people are already like i don't want to be in a party with these racist ass white people and they're not socialists they're not gonna move us to the left these white these racist ass white people y'all keep talking about from trump coming to vote they're conservatives they're not actually they're not y'all just want the numbers but y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't approach black people like y'all want the numbers y'all don't talk about us that sweetly anyway i still worry but i think he has more of an opportunity to do what he wants to do now also he has a right to be paid for his speeches it would be one thing if he was running again but he's not yeah that's the other thing that sounded stupid because people were like oh it's a this a payoff for all the shit he did for the banks and and corporate america let's talk about that let's talk about that four hundred thousand dollars that's it that that's that's what y'all think if he really had a if he really had a platform that all it was about was giving corporate america a whole lot of money and helping them do well and helping wall street boom if that's all his policies were about four hundred thousand dollars that's what y'all think that was that's that would cost that wouldn't be worth me getting out the bed that's stupid so that right there falls apart but let's take it a step further if that was his intent why the fuck are they repealing every goddamn thing he passed that put restrictions on the insurance uh uh companies that put restrictions on wall street they're stripping out dodd frank like these motherfuckers do they like they didn't want him to win and then it's like he won and i and it, rem- it reminds me of sam wilson in the comic when he realizes that he can't really get rid of corporations 
because he was like like sam is like these corporations are evil they did all this shit and then you see how much they're tied into and you're like okay the only thing i can really do is limit the damage they're they're able to do but i can't actually physically get rid of them because too many people depend on them while even though they think they don't you know people depend on walmart even though you think you don't you know what i mean like it's it's easy to be like fuck walmart fuck them but you not trying to spend what it really costs to, to get some shoes or some socks or some right. clothes you're not you're not really trying to do that you ain't spending 25 dollars for a pack of 12 socks right it's easy to rail against something as a general concept but the if you really sat most americans down and said okay for this fairness to happen this is the things you have to give up you would find a lot of a lot less willing people and that's sad but that's human and that's true in my opinion but all that shit to say um i don't think he was the he just wasn't a person that was gonna come in by himself and strip all the corporations and 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 profit industries by himself no help from democrats and the democratic voters and just make it happen there's a lot of this country that doesn't want to see that happen and more important than all that um he did limit some things and he did help in incremental ways that he could and though even those are being undone i mean you see the zest that they're fucking repelling this healthcare shit with trying to take things back to just hey if you get sick you die so basically the idea of insurance means that insurance is 100 percent profit they they never have to help you 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 yep, like it's gonna go back to it was but the number one reason people found in bankruptcy was yep. the medical bills and that's getting ready to fucking skyrocket again when you look at some of the things they have for pre-existing conditions sexual assault right uh abortion pregnancy c-sections c-sections these are pre-existing conditions now what that that doesn't necessarily mean you won't be able to get insurance See, that's what everybody keeps thinking i won't be able to get it. no you'll get insurance and it might not even cost you that much it might even be cheaper then you're gonna get sick and then they're gonna say and eh, didn't you get ptsd from a sexual assault see that's a pre-existing condition and we think this latest thing is related to that so we're not gonna cover your medicine um sorry but you know you came to us fucked up you gotta be a perfect human being when you walked in the door and sorry diabetes is a pre-existing condition so we're not gonna pay for these cancer treatments i'm sorry also your premiums are way high now um so even if you could pay for it it would cost one hundred and forty four thousand dollars. so um anyway go down now have a good one that's and people are like obama's the corporatist neoliberal da 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 and i'm like okay but if he was the worst then what is this because this feels like what happened he this feels like what you said he was the the policies they're passing now feel like what you claimed and that i should have been afraid he was gonna do that he never did so anyway man i will see maybe they got a better way and it's gonna come through and we all gonna be like oh good Mm -hmm. but i don't see it Mm -hmm. uh thank you to oh and karen i love when you say baby it makes my day (laughs) allegra a thanks allegra Mm -hmm. um and everybody else that was that's it for today um uh like i said premium people we have uh balls deep on there uh and nerd off on the website right now rss feed is down but you can always go get it off the website uh, movie review. uh we got a movie review for guardians of the galaxy 2 karen and i did uh we also reviewed slight so if you're pro black and you just like do i need to see this film because i'm a black person you can go find out um and uh i got a pregame that'll be up soon too so and i and i will be reviewing uh 
iron fist with chris uh from movie trailer reviews at some point soon too so yeah we always working i always hustle because i am can't grinding uh but yeah can't wait to see you guys at negro con 2017 uh so make sure you get your tickets man all right while they last because I, I feel like more than half already got to be gone so yeah, if you think you're gonna be able to just like show up at the door surprise motherfucker mm-hmm. you ain't you're gonna be outside the door trying to listen trying to listen trying to get us to live stream it on facebook mm-hmm. <laughs> i know what it is all right man we'll talk to y'all then until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.